Hello, I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Katie Sewell. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. Now today, I just want to introduce you to an idea, something that might be fun to do with your friends or even just do with yourself. Or you can be like me and form an official group of friends that meet to do this very thing once a month. This is my writing group. It is made up of four people, myself included, Jenny, Gray, and Nick. And we basically get together, not only share about our lives, but we also do timed writing exercises. I think everyone can benefit from writing and from writing fast. It's fun. It feels like play, really. And it's also good practice if you actually want to be a writer. And what's really fun about it is that it's something different to do with your friends. Different and surprising. So basically, you get a timer ready. Luckily, a lot of us have a timer on our phones these days. And you come up with something to work on, and you write it on the fly. There's nothing at stake here. You don't have to publish what you write. But if you are with a group of friends, and you're doing this together, and you're not just doing it alone... I highly encourage you to share whatever it is that you write with your group. That's really half the fun. And you really get to know each other better that way. You get to see each other's writing style, that on-the-spot creativity. And if on the side you end up writing something that you really love, the great news is that you can refine it later, and it might just be something that you would have never come up with if it wasn't for the fact that Somebody proposed a silly notion, and you wrote about it for 10 minutes. And if you're in any kind of artistic rut, putting a timer on something like a writing prompt is the quickest way to just have a little fun and at least do something creative in your day. You're writing. You might not be writing well, but you are writing. So let me give you a little example. My group doesn't just say, okay, I'm putting a 10-minute timer on something. Just write. Write about whatever. No. We come up with different funny things to put a parameter on whatever it is that we're writing. Here's a really simple example. One night, we decided that we would bring to the writing group examples of things that we wrote in the past that we would consider embarrassing. And one member of our group, Nick, who was a very, very brave man, read us a poem that he wrote in high school. And we actually found that over time it had held up pretty well. But one line in particular leapt out at us. And we decided that we all have to write a poem in five minutes or less that include this line. And this is the line. To be swallowed whole by the idea of love. Now, Five minutes isn't very long, <laughs> and if you try putting a five-minute timer on your writing, you will find out how short it is. No easy task, and especially with a sweeping line like to be swallowed whole by the idea of love. But then again, like I said, the end result doesn't really matter. What matters is that we wrote together, and when we read aloud what we came up with, it was very silly, all the good and the bad. So much fun to hear what people did. And just in case you're curious, here is what I wrote. What 
I wonder, can I realize on this beach? Can I discover the joy of being alive? To look up and feel how small I am? To be swallowed whole by the idea of love? Or shall I instead admire that crab and dip my toes in the ocean? Here's another example. My writing group took a few minutes to come up with a couple lines to pass on to another member of the group. And whatever you got past was supposed to inspire the tone of the story, the tone and topic for whatever you were going to write in the next 10 minutes. You didn't have to use the sentences that were written and passed to you, but you did have to let them inspire you and dictate kind of where you were going to go with the story. So for an example, the lines that I wrote, and I wish I had the story that he wrote as a result of this, but I don't. The lines I wrote for Nick, good benefits and strange hours. The job listing read, needs someone to move bones. I took the job. So that's the prompt he had to work with. And this is what Gray gave to me. He wrote, I'm not ticklish and I don't like chickens. Something about these birds makes me laugh, though. I can't stop. So the, that was the inspiration for what I had to write in the next 10 minutes. And something we all strive for is that obviously you're not going to be able to write a big sweeping story in 10 minutes. But we do try to conclude the story as much as possible in the 10 minutes so that there actually is an ending. And I usually have the timer in my hand. So I give a reading as we go along. I'll say five minutes to go, two minutes to go, 30 seconds, so that people have an idea of how much time they have left to try to wrap something up. And I think that that's another great thing it's, as far as this being a fun activity and prompt. It's like, it's like a game. When the timer runs out, the timer runs out. And you can challenge yourself more and more the more you do it. Okay, so here's what I wrote about the, in response to the chicken lines. It started with just one chicken, a buff Orpington, I have since learned. It was standing outside my glass sliding door on an October morning, not much past dawn. It was raining hard and it looked angry, or maybe just wet, I didn't know. I've never been around a chicken before. I don't like chickens. Still, it was awful outside, and it was losing feathers in the wind. So I opened the slider. It walked right in like it had always lived here, pecking at a dry rice kernel on the kitchen floor. The second chicken showed up the next morning. It was black and white, a Plymouth Rock chicken. A pretty bird, my girlfriend said. It was a nice day outside. The rain had washed clean the city, and here was this chicken looking in. It looked angry, I thought and the first chicken was scratching at the sliding door. So I opened it. Now I had two chickens. They pecked at crumbs and dust and the dog, the carpet and bugs and my legs, the phone, the curtains, everything. Eventually, I trained them to peck at the TV remote. Like my own butlers, I told my girlfriend. You don't even like chickens, she said. It was true. I didn't. But once they could start the laundry machine, rip open the mail, flush the toilet, ring the doorbell, clean up the kitchen floor, calculate my taxes, call my friends, all with their little beaks, well, 
I started changing my tune. I'm going to get another one, I told my girlfriend. A silky this time. A beautiful white bird. I showed her on the computer. I'm moving out, she said, picking up her purse. The Plymouth Rock ran ahead of her. The buff Orpington closed the door behind her. So see? <laughs> um, doesn't have to be genius. But you can see how uh, reading those stories aloud with other people could be a lot of fun. All this is to say that whenever you feel like you need a boost of creativity or you're tired of just meeting friends at the bar to chat, try getting a group of people together who are willing to sit down and just write. It can lead to deeper conversations than you might usually have. You can also see how a person's mind works because when an idea is proposed, like everybody needs to write a story that's titled John Wayne's Cheese Casserole, you really get an idea of people's imaginations because there's really no time to think. The idea is proposed, the timer is turned on, you just put pen to paper and hope for the best. There's no planning. There's no wringing of hands. Tenses are constantly messed up. Present tense mixed with past tense, it's all just for the fun of it. And to get past sometimes the mental blocks where we think, I'm not a creative person, or I am currently experiencing writer's block, or I'm so worked that I have no time to do anything that's a little bit silly and fun. You can forego one evening of catching up conversation and just do a few writing exercises together. So there's an idea. I hope you enjoyed this midweek bittersweet moment. And if you do get a writing group together, or even after you turn off this podcast, say, I got 10 minutes to see what the heck happens. Here's your prompt. I want you to write me a 10-minute story. But in your story, you must include a seashell. And you must somehow refer to the weather as stormy. But remember, 10 minutes is the limit. And the most important thing with this idea is just have a good time. There's nothing at stake. And until next time, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. Talk to you soon. Bye. Katie here. Tis the season of giving, and as you think about what gifts you want to give at the end of the year, we hope that you will consider a gift to The Bittersweet Life. But maybe when you look at your pocketbook, money's running short. Well, you can give us the gift of spreading the word about the show. Make a social media post about us. Write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Include a mention of the show in your annual holiday card. We appreciate your creativity, and we love when you don't keep the show a secret. We make this show for people to enjoy it. So spread the word as a way of giving back. Should you also want to make a financial donation, there are links to donate in the show notes. Happy holidays, and thank you so much. <laughs>